this is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with When People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. How often has this happened? You get to the end of the week and you feel that you've been very busy, but you can't really say exactly what you did, what you accomplished, or how you moved your organization forward. It could be because you're in the middle of so many different tasks and projects that maybe you don't ever really complete something, especially if it's a bigger project or it takes you a while to complete it. Maybe you're spending so much time putting out fires that not only does it not feel like you're making progress, but you actually may not in reality be making any progress. Is that productive? Is your role to put out fires? If it is, then you're doing a great job. And maybe you just need to be more aware of all the fires you've put out, the disasters you've averted, the crises you've turned another way. And that leads me to what I want to talk about today is that If you are a valuable part of your organization, and I'd like to think that we all can be, could be, should be, those of us who are conscious and intentional, that is, that we do truly want to be of value. We want to make a difference. We want to have an impact. We want to be of value and we want to be valued. And sometimes it's up to us to make sure that other people in the organization are aware of that. Not from a toot my own horn, although we believe that acknowledgement is very important, but rather from a place of knowing what value you bring to an organization and being confident in that and then continuing to serve in that role. Several years ago, one of my roles was chief operating officer of a training organization. And as such, I oversaw 14 different departments. I was in charge of hiring, firing, finding volunteers. We revamped several departments. We added some new initiatives. There was a lot going on. And because my role as chief operating officer, was keeping those balls in the air, making sure that all the various legs of the organization were operating smoothly. If I was doing my job, then the president of the organization didn't necessarily know what I was doing because I wasn't going to him with every little thing. Oh, by the way, I completed this. Oh, just so you know, this thing is done. I did my work. I did my job. I kept the organization running smoothly. And at one point, the president asked, so what exactly are you doing for my company? He probably said it a little kinder than that, but that was really the gist of it. He wanted to know what is the value that you bring to my company? Because I am very detail-oriented, I could 
actually go back through the time that I had been working there. It had been about a year and a half. And I put together a four-page document with the categories. HR, marketing, sales, administration, operations, all those pieces and the various things I did. Now, we're not talking super detailed as in, I sent an email to so-and-so, but really that brief description of the various things I did. He got that document, read it very thoroughly and said, done, I got it. You're good. Thank you. Appreciate your help. Wow. Keep, keep doing the good work. Because I was able to show him the value that I brought to his organization. So this has come up for us with some of our clients where they have people they're paying, employees, and they have their job descriptions and things might be getting done. But at the end of the day, some of the supervisors were unclear. What is this person actually doing? See some movement here a little bit over this way, but If the supervisor was charged with what is employee A doing, she might be a little hard pressed to figure that out. So one of the exercises, if you will, that we shared with them is each person, no matter where they are in an organization, needs to be able to do the work, show the work, and then teach the work. So somebody actually has to be doing the work. That should go without saying. If they're not doing the work, then what are they doing there for? This is why I said earlier, I believe that most people really do want to be of value and make an impact. And I don't think people are, for the most part, looking for a free ride. So that's why... I really think that there is that ability to do the work and got to be clear on the roles and responsibilities, what they're accountable for, what their queen bee role is, all of that. And so do the work. And then the second part of that is there has to be a way to show the work. If you're a salesperson, you probably have KPIs, key performance indicators, metrics that you're trying to reach every week. How many sales calls are you making? How many meetings are you getting as a result? How many proposals are you sending out? That's showing the work when that's documented and then put in front of someone else to review. Sales is easy because that's very measurable. Every position, however, should have a way for the person to show their work. And then that third piece, teach the work, is really about processes. How are you doing the work? How are you documenting it? Let's go back to the example of the salesperson. They have their book of business. They're following up. They're tracking where that person is in the pipeline. All of that that I just mentioned, how is that happening? Where's the database? 
Where's the pipeline? Where's the tracking? If it's all in the salesperson's head, then there is no way for someone to come in and pick up that process or to learn from the salesperson's process. All the things that he or she has gone through that that person has learned that they can share with other people. Or if worst case scenario happens and they get hit by a bus, how does somebody else come in and pick up those pieces? So you have to be able to teach the work. And it doesn't necessarily mean teach it like you're going to bring Junior over here and teach him how to do these things. But it does need to be documented and you do need to have a process so that as the organization grows or as people move in and out of positions, as you expand and bring on new people, so now maybe there's two or three or four salespeople, how do you translate that process in a way that someone else can take on? If you're working in somewhat of a relatively small organization, let's say under 50 employees, you are probably wearing multiple hats. And as I talked about in the What Is Your Queen Bee role episode, when you figure out what your primary function is, if that's the thing that you really should be doing most of your time, that is the value you bring to the organization, then those other things are things that eventually other people would do. Because as you expand, you bring on people, interns, part-timers, full-time employees, whatever, some of those other activities and tasks will fall off your plate. What's the best way to get them off your plate? Is to have a documented process and a place where these things live so that somebody else can easily take them on. So, for example, One of our staff members in our organization is our primary marketing person, and they've been doing research for different types of foundations. And I happened to check in with the person and say, so, so where's the database? And the person said, well, I've bookmarked 25 foundations on my browser. Okay. Um, What about the outreach? Well, I've started that. Have you documented that? Well, no, I can go back and look at my emails to see when I sent them. And I stopped right there and said, okay. And I explained the do the work, show the work, teach the work. And the fact that this information needed to be housed somewhere. For example, my being the CEO and founder of the Schuler Group, there might be some high-end potential clients that it would behoove my organization if I stepped into the sales process, maybe had a meeting with a fellow CEO. As such, I should be able to go into a database, see who's in that database, and where they are in our outreach pipeline. If that doesn't exist, then my organization isn't moving forward. So that's where we bring the do the work. So do the actual work, do the research, do the 
do the documentation. That's part of show the work, the documentation, the process with the idea that somebody else could come in and with relatively little consternation and trouble be able to pick it up. And then that's the teach the work. When you and other people in your organization do those things unfailingly, do the work, show the work, teach the work, it moves the organization forward as a whole. And then individually, it makes each of you of value and indispensable. Yes, even though you can teach the work so that somebody else can take it over, the fact that you're owning that work, you're owning the accountability, you're saying, I care about this, here's how I do it. Yes, let me teach someone else because I've got too much work to do and I need the extra help, or I'm going to move on to do my even greater zone of genius. Those three things have to be in place in order for you to truly be able to do your zone of genius. I'd love to hear your thoughts on do the work, show the work, teach the work. You can do that over at www.theshulagroupllc.com and leave a comment on our post. Until next time, may you thrive.